0: In the space of one verse, Paul gives us three phrases. I've fought the good fight, I've finished the race, I've kept the faith. Uh, Fighting the good fight, finishing the race, and keeping the faith have all become well-known phrases. And perhaps this trifecta of famous phrases is not surprising since Paul needed it to be memorable. This is the last chapter of the last letter that he wrote. Tradition has it that Paul was beheaded in Rome in AD 67, and here is the epitaph he chooses for himself. He is a fighter, he's a runner, and he's a perseverer. As he approaches the end of his life, he wants to inspire us towards this same kind of life. Paul is writing to Timothy, to his spiritual son, Timothy, passing on the baton of gospel work. Crucially, Paul was the last of a dying breed. He had met with the risen Christ, and he had been an eyewitness of his glory. Soon, though, there would be no one left on earth who could say that. So as the church's last foundational apostle, how does Paul encourage the next generation as they move into this unprecedented territory? Chapter 2 of the letter gives a sense of his burden. To Timothy, chapter 2 from verse 1, You then, my son, Timothy, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things you've heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. Endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. Similarly, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. The hard-working farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I'm saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. Paul knows that while he will die, His eyewitness testimony to Jesus will not die. In verse 2, he envisages four generations of gospel ministry, from Paul to Timothy, from Timothy to Timothy's trainees, and from their trainees to more trainees, and on and on and on it goes until it reaches you and me. But of course, it doesn't stop with us either. We too will commit this gospel message to to others, and they to others, and they to others, and so on. So as we take the baton that's first passed by Paul, and as we seek to pass it on in our own generation, we need his advice desperately. As he comes to the end of his race, we know we need to know how to run well. If we're going to see the gospel spread, we need to be like a soldier, like an athlete, and like a farmer. Today we will think about the soldier fighting the good fight, Tomorrow we'll think about the athlete, and the next day we'll think about the farmer. So first, let's think about the soldier, the one who fights the good fight. A soldier is enduring, obedient, single-minded. For a soldier, all of life is channelled into the task in hand. There might be long periods when the soldier is not at the front, but they are always battle-ready. At the end of it all, though, there is a goal. Beyond the discipline and the gruelling hard work, there is victory we may not live to see the victory you know many soldiers have died in a winning cause many allied troops perished on d-day 1944 the war was turned by that battle the victory was secured but many were cut down can you imagine a soldier pinned down in a foxhole the sniper has the high ground And there's just no way out. But the soldier looks up across the ridge and he realizes the lay of the land. He knows his comrades will succeed even if he never makes it. He may die, but he will die on the winning side. That's the life that soldiers accept. And it's the life that we've been given as we fight the good fight. In the Christian life, we should not be surprised when, figuratively, bullets start flying at our heads. We shouldn't complain. We shouldn't cry foul. We are in a war, and there will be casualties. But know this, the victory is secure. And one day you'll be able to claim triumph. You'll be able to say, I have fought the good fight. Because, as 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57 says, Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So fight the good fight.